time for us as a people to start making some changes. Let's change the way we eat, let's change the way we live, and let's change the way we treat each other. You see, the old way wasn't working, so it's on us to do what we got to do to survive. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Good afternoon. Zach Yanska here from Vigor Revolution. Soon to be rebranded, so we'll have to come up with all new cool stuff to say at the beginning of these podcasts. So I have a great question from a reader that I received off of the keto blog that I wrote last year. Hello there. Thank you for all the detailed information regarding the keto diet. It's been very helpful. I'm just starting out about three weeks in. I still have some questions about fat. I see a lot of things I've been reading on the internet that fats include grass-fed butter, coconut oil, and healthy oils, etc. For my research, about 70% of my diet needs to be fat. So I'm confused by only eating oils as my fat. I assume there is fat in food, obviously, such as cheese, certain meats, and things like that. But how do you get to the 70% just by adding grass-fed butter or coconut oil to my sautéed vegetables, for example? Am I making any sense, LOL? Does grass-fed butter and coconut oil have a high content of fat? Thank you in advance for any information you can provide. So this is a great point about the ketogenic diet because one of the biggest misunderstandings is that there are certain ratios that need to be maintained to keep you in ketosis, and that's simply not the case. By definition, a ketogenic diet is simply that your body is being fueled by ketones over glucose. So if we take our diet and we cap our carbohydrates at 25 grams net per day, and net means total minus the fiber. Now, this is applicable um, when you're using whole foods, green vegetables and whatnot. It gets a little confounding when you start adding in carbohydrates from dark chocolate and things of that nature, things that aren't from vegetables, anything that's from processed or manipulated. This can be thrown off a little bit. The net carbohydrate may be a little bit different because there is fiber in those things, but it's different than the green vegetable fiber. So in order to be in ketosis, we just need a lack of carbohydrates. Our body will produce ketones. If you're trying to lose body fat, then this process will be occurring from the body fat that you have stored. Now, this is where the problem comes in, is that a lot of people maintain this belief that they have to be hitting this number every day to be in ketosis, and that's not the case. So here's an example. I pulled up the data online. Hey, Mark, what's up, brother? from a ribeye steak. A ribeye steak has approximately 847 calories. Now, there's a second part to this, which is the misconception about calories, which I'll dive into at a different time. But for right now, we're just going with this model of tracking energy. The actual energy in food is not 100% congruent with caloric uh, intake. It's not, or with that theory, I should say, with that um, conception of what energy is. But for now, we're just going off of that. We'll talk about calories at a different time. So 847 kcal. So that means this uh, particular ribeye had 63 grams of fat, 69 grams of protein. So on face value, that looks like, oh, that's almost half is coming from fat, right? Or I'm sorry, over half is coming from protein. So obviously that doesn't meet this ratio. But the reality is that when you add up the energy coming from that, If you're taking four calories per gram of protein, you get 276, nine per gram of fat. So fat has over two 
times the amount of energy that a gram of protein does, that's 567. That would make that ribeye 67% fat, 33% protein. Anecdotally, these types of cuts of red meat are the ones in the carnivore community that are usually raved about and desired the most over other meats and other cuts. That might be some evidence to validate that most people feel their best in this type of ratio. That though is ultimately going to come down from personal experimentation. Now, if I'm always bringing my fat in in this ratio, yes, I will lose body fat over time if my total energy coming in is less than the energy that I'm expending. Okay, we got some podcast guests. I'll be right there to help. Thank you. Owen, don't mess with Michael's stuff. So, Again, it's not going to be completely calories in, calories out. It's a big hormonal process. Hormones play a huge role. So calories coming in from different foods will definitely create a different metabolic environment inside the body. But just keeping it simple right now, base level, if I'm always trying to hit a percentage or a ratio, that's going to mean that over time I'm not going to be using my body fat for what it is, which is just a stored form of energy. You can see my son here wiping that off. Helpful. So there is one approach, for example, called a protein sparing modified fast where the calories are very low for a certain number of weeks or some people even gone months in this state when they have a ton of weight to lose, a ton of body fat to metabolize. And under those conditions, protein remains extremely high, higher than this ratio. And then at the same time, the total calories stay low. So the protein spares the lean mass, the muscle tissue, the body is reverting to the energy stores, aka body fat, and people will burn off a ton that way. Um, that's another topic for another time. But just keep that in mind that there is no set ratio that's going to be optimal for every single person in ketosis. It's going to have a lot to do with energy level. If you're super active, you're obviously going to need more protein, especially if you're resistance training. So... The big takeaway is to play around with your individual levels while initially keeping that 25 grams or less net carbs a day. There are ways to determine ketosis such as blood uh, monitoring. Uh, Don't use ketone strips if you ever do want to check. If you're just for personal edification, don't use the blood. I mean, use the blood testing, not the urine testing. The urine testing is not accurate. It's measuring wasted proteins. Sorry. Focus with this dude. Wasted ketones. It's not indicating how our body is using ketones or how many ketones are in our body, rather, just the excess that's being uh, removed in urine. So keep that in mind. Play around with your own ratios as long as those carbohydrates stay low enough. If you are blood testing, you will be able to find that depending on your energy or uh, your activity levels, you may be able to be much higher in your total carbs per day. Some people. I've seen have been able to take in 100 grams, slightly more of carbohydrates a day, even from sources that are more starchy slash more sugary and still stay in ketosis just because of their energy demands. So that's stuff that can all be played around with. Generally, it's best to be in ketosis a few months before you start fiddling with those finer details. But if you have questions or comments, post them down below. If you're listening to this podcast, thank you very much. Feel free to uh, shoot your questions our way, email, post, whatever works for you. We will be covering a couple more ketogenic topics, a lot of training topics, um, and a lot, a lot, a lot. You're going to get a lot of content regarding how to change behaviors. In the end, I can give you 
the process for determining the best nutrition for yourself. I can give you the process for determining the best training for yourself. Applying that and actually doing it is obviously what's going to give you the result. And that is the most overlooked part of coaching is the actual behavioral component. What is driving our decisions? What choices we are making and not making that is creating the current results? And what choices need to be made and what choices need to be changed in order to get the results that we want the most? So we're going to be diving into all those topics. I'm going to be sharing my personal journey just as a quick update. Uh, <laughs> I, I determined over Christmas that I definitely am still highly reactive, aka addicted to sugar and caffeine. I gained a lot of weight in a couple days, about four days. I was 11 pounds heavier. Not freaking out about it. One of the reasons is the misconceptions about weight and how much of that weight was coming from the shifts in my um, in my uh, glucose levels. Jeez, I cannot think right now. Uh, within my muscle cells, glycogen, that's what, that's what I'm looking for. Stored form of glucose in muscles is glycogen in the liver. So glycogen will increase. It brings water in with it. Uh, my gut will, my abdomen distends when I eat certain things. And that again, throws off the water balance. So all these things added a lot of weight, that weight will be removed, you know, in probably a week or so. So we'll be talking about some misconceptions about weight and what drives those behaviors that lead to rapid weight gain and what the approach is to really looking at all these behaviors that could be problematic, whether it's behaviors I've had in my past, like drinking alcohol or the ones I'm working on now, like um, permanently removing sugar consumption, moderate to no caffeine. All these things carry the same common denominator, which is why we choose to go to that behavior in the first place. What are the conditions? What are our beliefs? What are our ideas about life, ourselves, that all comes into factor. So we're going to be talking a lot, a lot, a lot. I can't repeat that enough. We are going to be hitting habit change more than anything else as we move forward. Thanks for watching. Go make a great weekend. Get ready to have a great new year. Start your New Year's resolutions now. FYI, don't wait till the first or the second because you're going to be feeling like crap from those last few days of uh trying to indulge before the change happens. So start some start in some way today. Peace. Go make a great one. Bye. start making some changes let's change the way we eat let's change the way we live and let's change the way we treat each other you see the old way wasn't working so it's on us to do what we got to do to survive